Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So this week I have with me Sam. He is the guy that I used to do my podcast with. He's the one who got me into podcasting. We talk about He-Man this week. It was a lot of fun having him back on here with me. Felt like old times. We had a really good time talking about He-Man and a few other subjects uh, came up as well. You know, we never can really just stay on one topic, but it's always a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I plan on having him on again here pretty soon. That way we can talk about part two of Masters of the Universe Revelations, which is the series that we are going to talk about today. It's a newer series that's out on Netflix, uh, created by Kevin Smith. Uh, some of you know him as Silent Bob. Uh, he's created quite a few things. He's pretty well known in the comic book world, but Sam is actually the one who told me about this show, and so I finally sat down and got to watch it, and I was like, hey, this would be a great thing for us to kind of review and talk about. So that's what we're doing today, is we are talking about He-Man and the new series called Masters of the Universe Revelations. All my He-Man fans out there, and all my other people who are just ready to hear a good podcast, if you're as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. Before I get started, I just want to talk about R&L Designs for all of your custom hat, cup, shirt needs, even key fobs. If you need any of this stuff customized, go to R&L Designs. They have everything that you could ever want or need. They have some of the best prices that I've seen. They have some of the best stuff that I've seen. Um, just go over to their Facebook page, and that's R&L Designs. I'll put a link to them in my show notes. Also, if you would like to get a hold of them, you can reach them at randldesigns19 at gmail.com. That, once again, that's randldesigns19 at gmail.com. For all of your custom needs, hit them up today. Give them a like, give them a follow. Today I have with me Sam. This is the guy that I used to do my old podcast with. I have finally gotten him to be able to come on here with me. How you doing, buddy? I am doing all right. Jared, how are you? Doing pretty good. You know, just uh, settling in for the night. Got everybody to bed, and now it's uh, time to do my podcast. All right, man. 
<laughs> so what we're going to talk about today is He-Man. Well, it's Masters of the Universe Revelations, um, which is based off of He-Man. Actually, if you look up the storyline for it, what I found is a radical return to Eternia. Revelations is a direct sequel series to the classic era of Masters of the Universe, featuring fan favorites He-Man, Orko, Cringer, and Man-at-Arms. The story pits our heroic warriors and guardians of Castle Grayskull against Skeletor, Evil Lynn, Beast Man, and the vile Legion of Snake Mountain. But after a ferocious final battle forever fractures Eternia, it's up to Tila to solve the mystery of the missing sword of power in the race against time to prevent the end of the universe. Her journey will uncover the secrets of Grayskull at last. Yes. Yeah. I liked it a lot more than I thought that I would. Yeah? Yeah. I told you it's it's a, a little bit of a... Oh, boy. This is not the 1980s version of He-Man. No, it is definitely not. <laughs> but it was it's a lot of fun. And when I first started watching it, I was like, okay, they're trying to make this, you know, just... I mean, I, it was Tila's journey. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, they're, they're going to make her... Uh, which she was the main character, which is fine. Which she was played by one of my favorites of all times, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh. Yeah, as soon as I heard that voice, you're, I was like... You're Buffy. Exactly. I I heard her voice, and I was like, mm, I know that voice anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed watching it. it. It went by really quick. Yeah, uh, it was one of those where... Man, that brings back so much of my childhood memories of, of just that, that and Transformers, but that's another <laughs> whole different discussion. But so <laughs> I remember going here. I'm going to show my age here. So, and in, in, yeah, in kindergarten, I could not wait to get through the day and just go home and watch E-Man. All right. Yeah. And it was, it, it was just, it not only, it brought, it kind of brought our family like my grandparents and I together, but okay. Uh, I just remember going, seeing this, going through the store and seeing a whole bunch of He-Man, and I would, my mom would pick me out another, another He-Man that I wanted. When I say He-Man, <laughs> just a different character, not right. You know, twenty so He-Mans. <laughs> did they change the way Beast Man looked in this cartoon? They did, didn't they? Quite a bit. Uh, not really. I, I remember mean, him being I'm, hairier. Well, the toy—he looks a lot like the toy. Yeah. If you if if you guys are familiar with the toys, it's mm-hmm. they tried to, to me they, stick kind of, how the toys were, but. Yeah. Um, kind of went the traditional kind of nineteen. They kind of, revamped the nineteen eighties version and made it, awesome. <laughs> well, see, I remember I I had one of the toys and I thought Beast Man was hairier. But maybe I had a knockoff of it well, or something, you know. That's well. Possible. I think they kind of did some a little extra stuff with his teeth and maybe his the way right. that he's. But if you look back, if you can look back, uh, his, what he was wearing and all that is actually what the toy was. Like oh, okay. His, around his neck and stuff like that. But right, his, right. His colors. Yes. So I think the creators of the of the cartoon really did did the 
franchise justice by what they did. Well, you know, except we're gonna we're gonna get into the probably the uh, ins and outs of why. I didn't like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and, and the guy who was the writer and stuff, that's that's Kevin Smith. So, you yes. know, he's pretty well known in the comic book world and pretty much geeked him as a whole, you know, yeah. with being Silent Bob. And Well, when uh, I, yeah, when I heard about that, that was him, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I don't know about this. I, I'll walk, you know, it was He-Man, so it was like I had, had big expecta- expectations and then, I thought it was going to be a huge flop coming from him just because of the, maybe he would put some other stuff in there that, you know, that would change up the story from what it yeah, originally was. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of went well, alternate route for, I'm glad that they didn't do that. So. Right. Well, I, I think it seems like that was one of the ones that he grew up with too. And so he was trying to stay as true to it as possible while still putting his own spin on it. You know, I mean, he had to have his own flair with being, it being his story this time, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he he did a good job keeping close to the original story while telling his own story. Yeah. So, let's see here. Another person who was in this show, and I'm sorry, the whole time that he talked, all I could see was the Joker. <laughs> well... <laughs> Because it sounded like the Joker to me, except for when he laughed, you know. <laughs> you know? Well, I never, I've never watched that, so I didn't hear it. Oh, the Batman animated series from the nineties. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he did that. Yeah, and so that's all I hear when I'm watching that is just the Joker. So that was a little hard for me, but luckily, you know, if you haven't watched season one, I'm sorry, this is going to be a spoiler episode for you. Um, if you haven't watched it, go watch it and then come back and listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stop now. Stop now. And did you watch it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do so, you think? Awesome! <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So anyway, I haven't watched season two yet. Um, okay. So we're well, only I- going to talk about season one. Okay, I I will not give you any spoilers. Okay, so you're not going to be like my son because I'm actually watching the show that he likes right now too. Yeah, and I'll finish an episode and he'll be like, "Do you want me to tell you what happens next?" And I'm like, "No, I I, I can, don't. I can totally tell you what happens. <laughs> I don't want right that. I, I no. I want to. I want to so bad. <laughs> Please don't. Okay. We'll hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so. Beginning of season one starts out, they have discovered that the power of Eternia is in Castle Grayskull. Yes. And so... Which it they, always has been. Always has been. Castle Grayskull is a, a front, actually, for it. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was an interesting take on that. Was that something, I don't remember from the original, was that something that they hinted to Horns in the original? I don't remember that. I don't. Okay. I don't remember that watching the the original cartoons. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I thought that was pretty genius going that route with it. And so things happen. They start fighting. This is just the opener. This is episode one. Yes. Fighting, and they get to. Would you call it the basement, or is it like the secret chamber underneath? I think it's, uh, you know, you could call it that. Okay. Yeah. 
So they get down there and they find Moss Man down there and he's trying to help and he gets just obliterated. He turned to ash. Uh-huh. Right then and there, I was like, oh man, this this is <laughs> it kind of I was like kind of blown away because it's like nobody dies in He-Man. <laughs> well, this so just took a like, dark turn. <laughs> yeah, immediately I'm like, what am I in for here? Like, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> After that happens, you like you said, you, you know something's going to be different now because somebody's already died. And you can tell that something big is happening. Skeletor goes after the power that is down there. And he actually... Is it an orb that's holding the power? It is, isn't it? Uh, it's a, a triangle. Well, I know, but once the triangle opens up... Um, oh, yeah. There's yeah. the orb inside. So at first you think that, finally, there's a line in there that he says... And it's like, ha. Um, and he <laughs> says, you're finally using that sword what it was meant to be used for. Yeah, but why did he do that? Well, it, see, it's a double meaning really there because not only did he shove the sword straight through Skeletor finally yeah but he what what made He-Man want to even do that because because Moss Man died he killed Moss Man and so that enraged He-Man and he charged at him and ran ran and charged at him with the sword yeah uh, that's that's exactly what uh, the reason why I I believe that he did it you know because he hadn't he hadn't lost any of his friends up until that point Mm-hmm. Not only does he stab him, but it also is the key to open the pyramid that is holding the power of Eternia. So, once that opens, Skeletor, does he strike it, or he blasts it, or something? He tries to do something with um, to, to either absorb it or try to break it, correct? Um, I think he absorbs it. He absorbs it. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then they realize that it's too much power. Well, with Adam being the man that he is, he says, what if I decide to call the power? I would act as a beacon. That way this wouldn't destroy everything. So he sacrifices himself. Ugh. Right? Yeah. Now tell me if I'm missing some facts here and stuff, but he calls the power of Castle Grayskull, mm-hmm. and it splits the sword in two. Yeah, there's so much power that they both die. Yeah, um, Skeletor and He-Man both die in that moment, and so we're kind of like, what's going on? But that's not the end of the bad things that happen. Because <laughs> then, you know, everybody now knows that Adam was He-Man. <laughs> yep. So... They have to go back and tell his parents that he's gone. I don't know that I would want to uh, be the one to present no. that news. And it didn't end well for uh, Man at Arms. Right. He ended up getting kicked out. Yeah, he gets kicked out of the the uh... the kingdom. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, Sam, what were you thinking? Well, I was pretty depressed. <laughs> really, I was like, uh, so. At that point, I'm like, I don't think I want to watch this anymore. They've just ruined it. Like, just like I thought they would. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but I kept watching it, and it's really, it, it made me want to go 
Well, actually, I did. I went and go. I went and drank a beer. Did you? I did. <laughs> I remember um, we uh, we recorded not too long after that one of our one of our shows, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I remember you telling me you were like. I'm going to spoil it for you. And you're like, He-Man dies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yep. So, but no, I ended up finally watching it and everything. And it's, it was a lot of fun. I mean, and that, like I said, that's just the opener to the show or the first episode, correct? Yes. Yep. And the rest of the story is completely different. Um, Yeah. It's, it's very, I think it's very well done. It was. I, I like the writings that he did with it, and there was a lot of psychology put behind it, which helped. You know, you could even see later on when Evelyn, she was kind of torn there at the end of the season. Yeah. Because she had kind of worked with these people enough to where she kind of grew a a bond with him, I guess you could say. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, I know I'm jumping she, ahead a little bit there. That's okay. But... No, she... She wasn't. She wasn't always evil. Well, she even points that out at one point. She said, um, "Evil wasn't always in my name." Yeah. And you know, so I. She put it in there at some point. So what part? What what really struck you after that? What was the, what was the next part that really struck you? Well, I so the next thing that you see is it's Tila. And she's completely given up on everything. She's mad at Adam for not telling her that he was He-Man. And so she's given up and she hates magic and all things like that. And she's turned pretty much to just technology. Yep. I knew something was happening when that old lady asked her to find uh, that cup. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. I, I wasn't <laughs> sure it was Evelyn, but I had a feeling that it was. Yeah. And so that was like, okay, let's see where this plays out. And seeing how they changed Snake Mountain to be technology, that was kind of interesting to see. And motherboard? Yes, motherboard. And what in the world was that black liquid that they were giving them? Oh, it's like a uh, technology, like a... Techno elixir? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the Borg in Star Trek. Right, yeah. It's He-Man, you know, they can... They can give you things like that, and it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that part, that episode kind of actually grabbed me pretty well. You know, I liked that kind of, it was almost like um, they were grasping at something because the person that they followed was gone, you know, and so everybody was grasping for something, and I liked that because it brings in psychology, you know. The things that they knew were gone, so they had to find a way to survive without it. Yes. What was the big thing that kind of dragged you in after the fact? Because I know you said at first you're like, I'm not watching well, any more of this. Well, it's kind of like what you said in the beginning to where I, I kind of wanted to see where Tila. I knew that after He-Man died, mm-hmm. well, somebody's, somebody somebody has got to step up after that. And like somebody's you said be in the, the beginning, yeah. the show is, is kind of leaned toward the journey of Tila. and. Right. I'm not going to tell you anything about the second part. So yeah, I can't, I can't go there. So (laughs) all I will tell you is her journey continues in part two. I kind of figured with the way it ended, it was going to have to, you know, and I don't know how many of them are going to follow her because that ending dude. Oh, 
you're just like, okay, well, the ending of the first episode sucked, but not sucked, sucked, but yeah, you know, left you in despair, pretty much. Well, the ending of the season just like triple whammyed you with that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The so the ending, the ending, it was even worse than than the beginning to me. Yeah, yeah. But before we get to that, Tila, it's her journey in the season. And magic is disappearing. Well, at first she's like, so what? Why would I care if magic's disappearing? Because she's still bitter about everything that happened. So she finds out that as magic's disappearing, so is Eternia. Eternia is going to disappear if it doesn't have magic. Mm -hmm. Well, it can't have magic if it doesn't have He-Man's sword Mm -hmm. to be there to be the conduit to bring magic to them. Whenever it split into two swords, it was made of two different places. And pretty much it was... I don't remember the names of the places. Um, It was... Pretty much it was the underworld and then like a Olympia, almost, is what it felt like. But, I mean, they have their own name for it. Sam, do you have that pulled up on what it's actually called? Oh, it's... Uh, well, they call it Heaven. Did they call it Heaven? I think so, but one half went to Subternia. Subternia. And the other one went to Heaven. So, the two halves of the swords went to where they came from, which was Subternia and Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So, this whole show is pretty much her journey... And the people that she picks up along the way to help her out was pretty cool. Yeah. Even even Merman. Yeah. Roboto. Yeah. I, I actually had a Merman when I was a kid. Oh, like, yeah. I've, I had all of them. Did you? I didn't have all yeah. of them. I had a He-Man. I had uh, Beast Man. And I had Merman. I had, man, I had Castle Grayskull. That's cool. I had, I didn't have Snake Mountain, though, but. Here's the thing. I didn't have very many of them, so they ended up usually in my wrestling ring. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. hey, they kind of look like wrestlers. They're all muscular and stuff. Those toys back in the 80s, man, they made those dudes ripped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got... So Roboto, at mm-hmm. one point, sacrifices himself to get the Adam his sword back. Yes. Uh, that's uh, after they get both halves of the sword. And they have to face their fears and subternia, and they get to yeah. heaven, which is where they actually have to put it back together at us in heaven, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, this is ridiculous, okay? Uh-huh. I don't know if you want to get to the ending or not. Well, but... before we get to the ending, I, I wanted to talk about what um, Roboto said right as he was dying. Hmm. Do you remember? because it actually kind of touched me when that happened. Uh, They were talking about fixing him, and they were going to bring him back, and he was like, no, don't. He was like, because I'm actually scared to die. And he said, and that's a miracle, because I don't have feelings. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, man. He actually, he had been programmed so well, and he had been with these people so long that he had developed actual feelings, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yep. Even though, you know, if if in real life that happened, I would be terrified if robots had feelings. <laughs> well, we, give, it, give it some time. Give it some time, yeah. I mean, you've seen the videos of robots that can open doors and, you know, you can kick them downstairs and they can still shoot a target from, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
50 yards away, dead on. <laughs> yeah, with just a matter of time. Well, and then I think we talked about this before. Didn't Elon Musk say that we're about 10 years away from somebody's consciousness being downloaded into a computer? The neural net? Yeah, the neural net thing where they're able to help people with like their robot arms and stuff like that. Or, you know, they're able to reroute their bodies to where if they're paralyzed, they can walk again, things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. That part's cool, but the other part's pretty scary. So, anyways. Having a phone in your brain? Having a phone in your brain, or, you know, if you want to listen to. um, You can have heavy metal in your brain. I was going to say Symphony of Destruction playing in your head. Oh, there you go. You know, a little, uh, little Megadeth going on in your head. A little Dave Mustaine. Would you like that? Yeah. Just all of a sudden you're sitting there and all of a sudden you start hearing that, the, uh, <laughs> the choir playing in your head. And you're like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we got a little bit off subject there. Um, that's okay. Yeah. I'm, that's one thing I try to make sure everybody knows. If we get off subject, totally fine. It's all part of the fun. Just sit back, relax, have a good conversation, just have fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Moving on to what we were saying. We were talking about how uh, Roboto had the feelings and stuff. Well, then the sword is created. Because of him, he was able, was it his core that he used, I believe, that uh, was able to heat up enough to where he was able to place them back together. So he leaves... Uh, or well, he dies. <laughs> yeah, he gets blown to blown to smithereens. Yes, and Adam decides because they when they went to heaven, the first person they saw was Adam, um, and he decides to go back with them. But as well, he after he gets the sword, he, yes, he he can go back with them. But there's a catch to that. Yes, and that's what I was just about to get to is the catch. If he leaves. There's no guarantee that he'll be able to come back there. Yeah. Because he came there because of the sacrifice that he made as a champion. Yeah. So he gets the sword. Mm-hmm. He agrees to go. Mm-hmm. Gets back gets back to the the secret chamber. Yes. Underneath Castle Grace Call where they where they died at to begin with. Mm-hmm. And brings the power back, or he starts to at least. Yeah, yeah. He says, he says just the first three words. Yeah. And then he gets shivved. <laughs> <laughs> and then blood runs down his down his side of his mouth. Yes. I'm like, I, at this point, let me tell you. At this point, I was like, that's it. I'm done. This is this is just. <laughs> This is just asinine, okay? <laughs> they have ruined my. They have just ruined. What's his face? What what's what's the name of the writer? You said <laughs> Kevin Smith. Yeah, he. I I wanted to go find him and tell him that you have just ruined my childhood because <laughs> this is just disastrous. Okay, nobody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I saw it. I saw it. Um, Skeletor's got his. So what happens though is you're you're. People are like, well, how'd Skeletor get there if He-Man was there? Mm-hmm. Well, Skeletor was hiding in Evil Lynn's staff in her crystal. Correct. When He-Man arrived at this at this place, well, then Skeletor came out of the crystal as this 
purple mist mm-hmm. and right through the kidney of Adam. Yes. And out the right side of his stomach. And then what proceeds to happen? Well, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> this is horrible. It is horrible. Somebody so, else says the words. Yeah. So Skeletor grabs Hemance or, you know. Adam's sword, yeah. Adam's sword. Mm-hmm. And he proceeds to call upon the power mm-hmm. and becomes Skeletor He-Man with a big giant H on his chest and comes out of the top of Castle Grayskull. As a giant. And, and I'm going to go jump, jump off a porch now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you put him in uh, the same category as uh, George Lucas when it comes to ruining your childhood? Well, you know, so George Lucas didn't ruin my childhood. Well, in a way he did. Okay. In a way, because he sold, he sold out. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who said when the prequels came out that it ruined their childhood. Uh, no. No, Not for you? Not for me. I mean, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, here's the part that they should have started with when I was a kid. Right. Uh, They could have done a better job on episode one, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, so He-Man yeah. is now Skeletor He-Man. Well, he's kind of, well, he's, I don't know. Yeah. Wait till season, wait till, se- I say season, wait till part two. Okay. And you'll. But, and this is what I, I was know, talking about is because Evelyn had been helping out Tila and Beastman was helping them out as well. Yeah. Roboto. Yeah. And there was a whole group of them that were helping to make this happen. And you could see Evelyn, that hesitation mm-hmm. of, you know, I know I probably shouldn't go with him, but out of obligation, I've got to go back to him. Mm-hmm. It just, it sucked. It really did. Well, at, I I thought this whole time they were that she was just playing everybody, because at the end of this whole, at the end of part one, yeah. Well, I don't think that she realized that Skeletor got into her crystal though, right? Because he just kind of used her throughout this whole thing. That's all he of, ever did, right? Of this part one, yeah. And then that's another thing in part two. You're gonna figure out not only Tila's the rest of her story but you're gonna figure out i'm not gonna tell you the details but you're just gonna figure out evil lynn's story too okay are we going to see shira oh god no <laughs> i would have just no what i would have done no 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 i can tell you that there is no shira okay well i mean holly i hated that whenever i was a kid i was like i just i could just i remember just i remember just seeing that I think I was like, I don't know, eight years old or something. And I just slapped my forehead like, like, oh, this why? is horrible. Like, yeah. why, why? Like, you know, like when you fall on your knees, you're like, oh, why? Uh, <laughs> well, you know that, so they remade that and they remade um, Thundercats. And it's the same type of animation, I believe, which is terrible. I've seen a, I've, I've. I've seen it on Netflix, like passing through, kind of yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Are they turning him into Sam and Dean, seeing how many times they can kill him in a, sh- in a, maybe, in a season? Maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Have you seen the trailer for the prequel? Prequel of, of Supernatural? Yes. No way. It's called the Winchesters. Are they the same guys? It's about their parents. Oh, well, no, I haven't seen that. You should go look it up. I'm, I'm on the fence about it. Well, they could have done like a prequel of the prequel. You know, yeah. Like a like with young his... Sam and, like a young Sam and Dean. Young yeah, we'll see. This is started. Oh. <laughs> we'll see. Like this one is demons. Right. This one is more or less them in. Uh, so this is how their parents met. But the way they make it out is that John Winchester was hunting demons with Mary all along. So they changed it from the way that from the way that it was in the And see here's the thing that really bothers me. Do you know who the creator of the show is? No. Jensen Ackles. Oh. Well. So I'm um, I'm like, buddy, what so are you doing taking, here? So he's taking little liberties to do something different. Yeah, uh he and is. Than the, than the way it was written because I know this is another topic that you wanted to do, but mm-hmm. this is a long, long, long discussion about oh, supernatural yes. stuff. But I mean, I'm the way I'm planning on doing it eventually is I'm going to do like I'm going to review half a season for one episode because you know how they have like that mid-season break. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do like the first episode to the mid-season break, and then I'll come back and do the end of the season. If I stretch that out and do half a season for every season that there is, then I've got 30 episodes right there. All right. With one a month. So, yeah, that would keep me good and busy. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to enjoy it because I get to rewatch Supernatural, which I'm always already doing. So oh, yeah. I'm always rewatching it. Like, I think right now I'm on season nine rewatching it again so <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows of all times okay. anyways yeah. getting back to what we were talking about E-man. E-man. Da, 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 so da, da, da. you said when you finished it you needed a beer so i'm such a nerd <laughs> <laughs> dude the, in the thing it says nerdy dad podcast oh well, so, uh, all right then all right you know cool. that's just the way it is i mean if people don't like it then they don't listen you know okay. <laughs> all right you're totally fine act so the way you good, want to so we're in good company we are in good company yes where was i masters at? of the universe masters of the universe yes part two okay so we got part two that we i have not watched yet but i'll tell you all about it here hang on a second wait 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 <laughs> what uh <laughs> So, yeah. So, I'll save you a whole bunch of trouble and everyone dies. So, it is supernatural all over again. So, Eternia explodes. Eternia explodes. Giant asteroid hits it and, yeah. It's, you know, right correcting wrong because, you know, uh, Skeletor should not have the power. Yeah, it becomes becomes (laughs) Mushternia. Mushternia? Yeah. I like it. And do they have a better name than uh, Skeletor He-Man? Can we call him, like, Skeleman? How about... Or Heator? Helator? <laughs> Helator. How about, Hel- how about Helator? Helator, that'd work. Yeah. Hey, you ever wondered how he said, uh, how he even talked? It's like, yeah, he doesn't have lips. He, yeah. So, 
how would he say He-Man? He'd be like, hello, He-Man. 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 He was after you. Well, I mean, if you notice when he laughs, it's like, nah, 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 nah. So, yeah. so actually, when he called the power, he'd be like, da da ta da 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 he doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a tongue. Well, maybe he does have a no. He no, he doesn't have a tongue, does he? I so don't. He just has a. Does he not he have, have a tongue? A, he, he just have a jaw. He just has a jaw. So it's I like, thought he had a tongue. He so, so he nan. You know he nan. Or he'd be like, <laughs> Oh no, not even that. Because I used my tongue. But anyway, yeah. So no one would. I, in reality, everybody would look at him like, "What is he talking about?" <laughs> what's he what did he say all i hear him all i hear him is going eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude's ripped though for not having a face oh right yeah i keep on yeah anyways but good stuff good I, stuff I man i i really hope maybe they uh maybe they would make a, a third part three yeah maybe Okay. Can't wait so, to talk about part three. I mean, part two, I mean. <laughs> so tell me. Tell me the things that you liked about it, and tell me the things that you didn't like about it. Well, okay, I like the e- good versus evil, mm-hmm. and that that good wins no matter what. Yes. In the end. Yes. And the things I didn't like about it is, this is one of those times where, and you see this, and and you're beginning to kind of see this in the movies now, or 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 really in general, that the good guys in the movies and in the cartoons they're they lose, like they they're do. making them they they're making them like not so super anymore, or right. they're not so powerful anymore. They've got their weaknesses, and like you've seen right here, where now, he dies. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> E Man is is uh just mortal I yeah mean, but well adam is anyway adam is immortal he man they even make a distinction in that don't they um how adam is the first one not to pick his champion appearance mm-hmm. uh in heaven yeah um it because it, he separates himself from that completely yeah and you know the the battle is i think is what i i've always liked but right. it's definitely like i said it's not your 1984 He-Man, where yeah, they fight through the cartoon, and and then He-Man, you know, if you remember back way back when, mm-hmm. of course you were not even born yet <laughs> when you I was were... watching He-Man. <laughs> oh. Well, let's like, say so when you were like eight, 80, 82. Yes. So, so you were born in like 85 or. 88 88 C yeah yeah that was probably towards the the very end of He-Man I think yeah. it was like 1980 to like 1985 or something 86 maybe I watched it on rerun yeah you know at my grandma's house but He-Man would always you could see in the cartoon that his fist would come to the screen and it would he would always beat Skeletor in the end and right Skeletor's a big chicken, and then you know, he, same old cartoon, old, you know. Right. I'll get you next version, time. But, but now it's it's you watch it and it's like, whoa, this is this is definitely not a you gotta. I mean, 
I would probably watch it before I would let a kid watch it. Right. Okay. So here's here. This is my opinion on why they do that. Okay. Now is because you're an adult now. Uh-huh. And so they have to, they're trying to make it more to stay on our level because, you know, I've went back. Okay. You've heard me talk about this before. I'm a huge Power Rangers fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm actually, sorry. Got, I got to meet the Yellow Power Ranger at Comic-Con and that was probably one of the coolest things ever right there. Oh, she was right. so cool. She was all so right. nice. Anyways, going back. The pink and, one? No, the... I think the pink one wasn't there. Or the pink one that I wanted to meet wasn't there. <laughs> the replacement was there. All right. So, yeah. Uh, the one that I wanted to meet was there last year, and I didn't get to go because of COVID. Ah. So, yeah. Anyways, going back and watching old episodes of Power Rangers and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. But there's no meat, no story there to keep me captivated to keep me watching it's just oh another monster ha 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 or you know in the case of he-man mm-hmm. it's oh another f- plan to be foiled by skeletor ha 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 you know yeah. and so with this it brings it more to our maturity level yeah. you know and it's, well, it's, it's gonna it's be darker made because for we us. deal with more than what a kid will it's definitely made for what it, he wanted to target us he right. wanted to grab childhood's and rem- make us remember what it's like, but make it like a thousand percent better. And yes, kind of like a new age version of our, our what we saw in our childhood. But right. Well, and one thing that he's that it says in the the summary that I found on IMDb, which I believe um, is written by the writers and stuff, um, is it's a con- a direct continuation of the 1980s storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it it was made for the adults that were kids back when He-Man was a cartoon. Yes, and I love that. One of my favorite things to watch is um, they came out with a Power Rangers on YouTube, and it was fan-made, and it was not kid-friendly at Uh all, Okay, and I loved it. It was the coolest thing ever. So I love it when they take things from my childhood and they make it to where it's for me now. Uh-huh. It, it's fun, you know. I, I can go back if I want my kids to watch the other ones. I can take them back and show them those other ones, you know. But this one over here, this is for me. Yep. So was there anything else that you uh, wanted to add to that about the things that you liked or didn't like on there? Uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. Okay. I think my favorite part of the show would have to be the psychology that they brought into it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, for some reason, that's the kind of stuff that's just been grabbing me lately is the thought that they put behind, well, why did they do this? Mm-hmm. Why are they taking this route? Why are they helping in this way? You know, Why did these guys end up following and trying to go to the motherboard? Why didn't these? You know? And I, I like that aspect of it. You know, that's part of the bringing it more to my level. The part that I didn't like, I didn't like how short it was. I wish that they would have extended the storyline out more. Yeah. Made it more episodes to where you can invest more heavily into it. And I'm sure, you know, he had his reasons for just making it, what is it? Is it, is it seven episodes? How many is it? On the first season? Yes. Is it seven or is it five? 
I think it's five. Okay. Um, I'm sure he has his reasons for only making it, you know, five episodes and stuff, which that's fine. I know that's the route that a lot of TV shows are going nowadays. But yeah. I need more than just yeah. five episodes, you know? I know. So that's my only really gripe with it. Besides that, I, I really loved it. Yeah. So. I, was, it, it, I thought it was, like I said, it was. I thought it was very, very well done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch... Uh, season or part two, you know, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun too. How many episodes are in part two? Is it the five. same? Like five? Okay. Yeah. Well, and then whenever I watch that, and sometime in the near future, I'm gonna have you come back on, and we will discuss part two of that as well. Okay. All right. Let me know if uh, there's some other He-Man fans out there. Yeah. If you guys want to, you know, hear about, or if you want to jump in on this He-Man conversation, let me know. You know. Um, I love feedback. You guys know that from what I tell you every week. You know, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, it was a lot of fun having you on here tonight, and uh, for sure, man, it, it's good that we can still, you know, do this every once in a while. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Best uh, of luck to you, brother. All right, man. Well, it was good having you on. You bet. All right. Bye. Hey, this is Eric. And this is Bill. And this is Jim. We are Oh No Not Them. If you're into pop culture, music, pro wrestling, anything fun, and you want to listen to three old friends just talking off the cuff, completely unscripted, unplanned, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. Oh No Not Them. Give us a listen. Give us a follow. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode, and uh, maybe you'll go check out that show if you haven't already watched it. If you have, maybe you just enjoyed hearing somebody talk about something that you love. Um, I really enjoyed having that conversation with Sam, and I can't wait to have him back on. Um, I still have to watch uh, part two of that show, so it'll be just a little bit before I can get him on. I'm also um, pretty well booked up all the way through the month of June. Um, next week, I will actually have on the Velvet Voice, the voice of Oklahoma professional wrestling, Walker Stewart, is going to be on with me. And then the week after that, I'm going to have Presley Tennant, who is a up-and-coming country music star, I'm pretty excited about having her on. Um, the week after that, I have Jackie Naaman Jones. She's an actress, actually, so that one will be pretty interesting to have on. And then the week following that, I will have on a uh, rap artist, and he's also pretty well known on TikTok. Um, he goes by the name D-Cure. So I'm looking forward to that. And then at the end of the month, I have somebody who I think this is really cool um, I've always listened to this audio drama when I was a little kid called Adventures in Odyssey um, some of you might have heard of it some of you might not have it's uh, been on since the 80s I think and they're still going strong to this day but one of the guys who is credited as being the co-creator and he's also one of the head writers and he's a producer for it He's done a little bit of voice acting on there as well, and that's uh, Phil Lawler. I will have him on the show at the end of the month. I am extremely excited about having him on. So I've got, you know, the next five weeks or so already planned out 
for the show. If you guys have any questions or anything that you would like me to ask these people, then let me know. Send me an email. My email address is giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I would love to get feedback from you guys. Like I've said before, I love getting feedback. I love hearing from you guys. Also, something that I would like to start doing, some of you might have seen on Twitter or on Facebook, um, I want to start doing uh, something called the Rad Dad Shoutout. And what that is, is where you send me an email telling me a dad that you think deserves a shout out uh, for something that they've done or, you know, for just being an awesome dad. It doesn't have to be your dad or it can be your dad. It doesn't matter. Um, Send me an email and tell me who the person is and why. And then I will give them a shout out here on the show. Um, and like I said, my email address is giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Facebook, you can follow me at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P, I-G-A-D-A-P. Um, it's the acronym for If You Give a Data Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, and that's giveadatapodcast. You can follow me on Twitter, and that is dadpodcast11. I update those regularly. Um, if you have questions, you can also message me on any of those platforms. Um, I also have TikTok. I haven't really done that much with it yet, but I do plan on starting to use that to kind of do maybe behind the scenes type stuff and let you guys see kind of how I do my process on making the shows. Also, I do have Snapchat and I update that regularly as well on what is going on on the day-to-day basis with the show. Any advertisements or anything that's coming up special, you will find on any of my social media. Just come on over and follow me. Give me a like. Give me a follow. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me what you want to hear or see. I'm always open to suggestions. But anyways, I I love doing this. I love presenting this stuff to you guys. And I am so thankful for the support that I've gotten Um, There's been some people who have really helped me out, especially when it comes to Twitter here recently, who have helped me gain quite a large following. Um, I've been on there probably less than a month, and I've already reached just about 700 followers on Twitter already. So that's turning out pretty cool. I've almost reached 400 on our Facebook page as well. Share it. Invite your friends to come like the page. You know, the more people that know about this, the better. I'm thankful for the people that I do have here already. You guys have been awesome, and I can't wait to present next week's episode and the week after that and the week after that and just as far out as I can because I just love doing this. But I'm going to end this now, and I hope that you guys have a great week. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Bye. enjoyed our show come back next week come on guys you know you want to come back might get some laughs yeah.